You are listening to Let's Talk Trio on podcasts. Keep up with the latest episodes by downloading the Podbean app or stream episodes via our social media accounts. Search for Let's Talk Trio on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. This episode is sponsored by Student Access. Student Access, the leader in Trio software. Student Access is an online database solution that allows TRIO programs to track their students' information, connect with students by text messages, streamline the APR, and work from anywhere, all online, with automatic updates for changes from the Department of Education. Their technical support team includes former TRIO staff and has over 50 years of combined experience working with TRIO. Make it easier to focus on your priority, the students. For more information and to request a free demo, visit their website at www.studentaccess.com or call them toll-free at 1-800-801-1232. That website again is www.studentaccess.com or 1-800-801-1232. Be sure to share your favorite episodes on your social media by tapping that share button. This is a great way to support the podcast. Now, here's your host, Juan Rivas. Thank you, Amelia, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Trio. I am your host, Juan Rivas. In this episode, we have Araceli Ramirez. Araceli is a student at the University of New Mexico and a participant of the Trio Student Support Services Program. Araceli is on the podcast to reflect on her academic journey, her life journey, and giving us a little bit about what her future holds. So coming up in just a bit, Araceli Ramirez. So this episode was created kind of spontaneously. Uh, We put out a call to invite students to be on the podcast, and Araceli uh, volunteered. I think she was a a highlighted student of the week uh, for the UNM Trio Student Support Services Program. Uh, We reached out, and we wanted to to bring Araceli's story to the podcast, and she agreed. And so we set up a time. We we met, and uh, over Zoom, of course, and Araceli was able to talk to us about her journey and what got her to UNM. So I can't wait for you all to uh, listen to her story. Remember, if you would like to be on the podcast, you can email us at Let's Talk Trio, L-E-T-S-T-A-L-K-T-R-I-O at gmail.com. Or you can message us on our social media profiles, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And let us know that you would like to be on the Let's Talk Trio podcast. I'd like to take a moment to thank our sponsors, Angelica Vialpando, Rosario Riley, and Student Access. Thank you all so much. Special thanks to Gerber Tours for underwriting today's episode. You too can be a sponsor of the podcast. Head on over to Patreon and become a patron for as little as a dollar a month. A dollar a month goes a long way in supporting this podcast. If you are a business or corporate entity and would love to sponsor the podcast as well, same place, go over to Patreon and go under our corporate sponsorship. For $100 a month, you can have your ad here for every episode we publish on Let's Talk Trio. So a great interview with Araceli Ramirez. I can't wait for you all to hear her story and her journey. So please sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. Five, four. Three, two, one. Hi, Trio Nation. My guest on the next podcast is a current student of the University of New Mexico in Albuquerque and is studying film and digital arts. She enjoys reading, running, art, and hanging out with friends. Araceli Hills from Dallas, Texas. Araceli, welcome to the Let's Talk Trio podcast. Hi. <laughs> it's so good to have you. Uh, I see, uh, so for the audience, I see Araceli hanging out in her dorm room. She has a Dallas, Dallas Cowboys pillowcase in the background <laughs> so you must be a like you must love your home your hometown of dallas yes oh my god i love it so much sometimes i can get kind of annoyed of it when i come back home <laughs> um but it's it's always an amazing time over there seeing friends family um and of course watching the dallas cowboys obviously there's no season right now but right. Uh, once season starts it's amazing <laughs> so you're you're a cowboys fan through and through Oh, yeah. Um, I grew up watching the Cowboys, like, pretty 
much since I was like a kid. My dad was a uh, big Cowboys fan, and he basically made me and my brother watch it. Um, and so um, I just I grew up loving them. And um, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. It, isn't it funny how that works when family kind of you inherit the teams that they love oh, and you yeah. kind of absorb that on? That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> so it is pretty cool yeah <laughs> yeah that's awesome first off Araceli, i just want to say thank you again for agreeing to be on the podcast uh, in the first place because i know it was kind of a last minute request on our end because we said we put out a call for students to be on the podcast and you responded you said yeah i'll be on the podcast <laughs> yeah so um i chose fridays because um i get up for work pretty late but um I was really excited to do this and um, but yeah it's such an honor to do this it's my first podcast so i'm really excited <laughs> awesome and you're such a great person for agreeing to be a guest uh and i really want the audience to get to know you and your story uh so how are things in albuquerque right now how are things looking um it's going pretty good uh we just recently got done with like winter i think there was like a week of snow i think uh that was pretty yeah. crazy and now we're back in the 60s uh, but it's been pretty good. I've just been going to class um, online, obviously, um, going to work and chilling with friends, um, obviously not in big groups, but um, just right. just living day by day. <laughs> Absolutely. And I know with the pandemic going on, how are you adjusting to learning online uh, during this time? Oh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> So um, back in March 2019 is when I think the whole like coronavirus started, I believe. Um, and we were actually forced to be sent home during like that quarantine, five months of quarantine. Um, so I did like a little bit of online, but it wasn't like fully through like the whole semester. I think it was like from like March to like May. So it was about three months um, of online. So I really didn't get to experience the whole um, semester or whole year of um online and so mm -hmm. um last semester was um also on all online and mm -hmm. I struggled a lot because it was like my first time fully jam-packed zoom classes going to work living on campus it was really weird um but it's been it's been pretty good this year I've been more organized um trying to keep track of my time yeah Absolutely. I know that a lot of students, uh, I work at Colorado State, so uh, a lot of students share that online learning is pretty difficult, that there's a level of uh, difficulty that's associated with that, and it's kind of hard to keep up with classes. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I know last semester, I uh, kind of lost track of my classes, and um, I wasn't as organized as I was as this semester, um, but I'm learning um, and we're hoping next semester is a little bit more um, in-person classes. Um, I'm more excited for that. That's awesome. Have, I'm gonna ask you the pandemic obligatory question. <laughs> Have you learned any new skills or picked up a hobby during the pandemic oh or the quarantine? Yes, um, so back home, back home, back in Texas, um, when we did the five month quarantine, I got into like jewelry making. Jewelry? How it's, yes, jewelry. So I learned how to make earrings from like, I forgot what the little things are called, but they're like metal and they have like mm -hmm. a little circle at the end. And I learned how to do jewelry, doing the little loops. Um, but I currently don't have any of my stuff here in New Mexico um, because I didn't know um, if we were gonna be back on campus or if I was gonna be traveling back to New Mexico. So mm -hmm. I left majority of the stuff at home. Um, but that's one of the few hobbies that I learned um, over quarantine, which that was pretty cool. Yeah, that um, is really cool. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because there's a lot of people that learn right there's uh people who learn how to cook i saw a lot of uh youtube videos and uh tiktoks about people learning to cook and there's others that learn how to that, to bake uh, there's other people that learn how to do other things but jewelry i have not heard yeah. that one yet yeah and so I've, I've actually had other friends that like started like a food business kind of too over quarantine um uh, but i didn't see anybody making jewelry and so i was like let me try it out and so i watched a couple youtube videos i spent a lot of my time at hobby lobby of course <laughs> and i uh, i learned how to do it and i still have stuff back home and i was planning on bringing it next semester probably <laughs> that's amazing though yeah. um <laughs> So it's just amazing, right, that during this time, people are learning new skills and new things to do. Um, what about being a college student uh, during the com uh, during this pandemic? Uh, what sort of challenges were you facing? And did you learn a uh, new way of doing things? Yeah, so um, if we're being honest here, last semester, I, uh, I failed a class. 
I've been doing online and it was pretty hard. Um, but like I said, this semester I became a lot more organized and confident in like my schoolwork, um, mostly because like um, the past few semesters that I've been here at UNM, I haven't been quite confident because um, I was learning New Mexico, um, making friends, um, trying to handle work and college at the same time. It was it was pretty hard. Um, but yeah, so some of the things that I've learned is just to be confident in your work. Um, go to office hours. That's the most important thing that I've been taught since like my freshman year. Didn't listen. And here we are. I started finally started listening and I started <laughs> doing majority of the stuff that was told my freshman year. And mm -hmm. I'm exceeding a lot more um, this semester. Um, but yeah, it's it was pretty hard my first semester for fully online. Um, but the semester, like I said, I've been a lot more organized, confident, um, asking for help. I think that's always like a really good thing. And uh, with SS Trio, I always have like that resource behind me. So that's amazing. Awesome. Uh, thank you for sharing that. And now we're going to really uh, learn more about you, Araceli. Take us back yeah. to the beginning of your journey. What was your childhood like? Um, yeah, so I was born in Dallas, Texas, born and raised. Um, I live in a community called Oak Cliff, um, not very well known. Um, it's, I wouldn't consider it the hood, but it's not like the best area um, to be grown up mm -hmm. at. And I went to a high school called Sunset High School, and I went to a middle school called Griner. And um, so I grew up in this really um, Hispanic community. Um, mm -hmm. And so, whew, um, and so um, I think I had a pretty good childhood. Um, I obviously had like the toughs of um, not being the richest person. <laughs> mm. um, I, my mom struggled a lot um, handling both me and my brother. Um, but other than that, I think my, my childhood was um, pretty good. Um, I didn't go to the best high school or the middle school, um, but I learned a lot of lessons from um, those schools and I'm glad to be like where I'm at right now. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And talk to us a little bit about uh, the things that you liked uh, growing up. What were the things that you gravitate, gravitated toward and what are the things that you started kind of showing uh, things that you leaned toward? Um, yeah, so this kind of leads into like my major. So I always liked um, drawing. <laughs> um, and there'd be times when my mom thought that I traced it off the like, the, um, the like little pad or something. And I obviously wouldn't do that. And she'd just be like, well, I don't know. What are, are you talented? And I'm like, I don't know. I just like to draw. Um, mm -hmm. I also like to read um, quite a bit. I read throughout um, my middle school and into my um, high schools high school year um but yeah I mean I I think I've always been just like an artsy person and uh, jewelry making filmmaking theater acting and everything kind of just all came together and that's just like how I am today it's just very creative outgoing person <laughs> yeah that's awesome uh, yeah. it sounds like to me that you really got gravitated toward things that you that allowed you to do actions like right uh create yeah. uh, to be a part of do things that's amazing yeah <laughs> So what was your perception of school at that time? Did you enjoy it? Um, were you bored easily? What was kind of your, your feeling towards school? Um, well, I think with every kid, I think we always have those days where we're just like, oh, we don't want to go to school. I don't want to do <laughs> right. schoolwork, of course. Right. Um, but um, my perception of school at, the, um, at this time and at the previous times, um, I've always really enjoyed school. Um, I've always been on top of my grades, doing my schoolwork. Um, and I always knew growing up that I wanted to go to college. Um, but yeah, I really did enjoy high school, middle school and elementary. Don't really remember elementary too well, but middle school and high school um, were probably like the top tiers of like my childhood pretty much. Um, but I did really enjoy it. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. Let's talk, uh, take a minute to talk about your family. Can you talk to us about your family and uh, your family growing up? Yeah, so uh, my mom, her name is Virginia um, Ramirez, um, and my dad, Ignacio Ramirez, and then my brother, Ignacio Jr. Ramirez. Um, 
so it was kind of a weird um kind of hopefully not too sad situation um so um growing up i kind of um saw my mom and my dad um going through arguments yelling at each other um just not having like the most happiest relationship Mm. Um, because I was at that age where I was listening really well I was learning very well Mm -hmm. Um, and so I kind of grew up in a household where my mom and my dad were constantly arguing my mom was just not happy in the relationship Um, and further down the road um, my mom ended up divorcing my dad um, and my dad ended up uh, pretty much just like not abandoning me and my brother um, but kind of just didn't um care too much about taking care of both me and my brother uh, yeah, growing up and so no it's fine <laughs> um and so um my dad was a heavy drinker um growing up from like his teenage eight teenage years to like his I think he died might have might have been like 40s I think is when mm-hmm. he passed away and um he died of cirrhosis of the liver which is um lung failure due to heavy 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 alcohol in his system Mm. um he was given many chances to stop drinking um but he chose not to um and he ended up passing away uh, back in 2013 um and so um, when my dad passed away my mom basically took a hold of me my brother um all the way till now basically when I me and my brother both grown um but yeah my mom um struggled a lot with taking care of both me and my brother um but I think she did a wonderful job I'm in college first generation um and my brother works at a my work my brother works at an amazing company um and he's a supervisor manager I believe um and my mom's worked at her company um about 20 25 years uh plus um and we have a good home um I love going home when I can um but yeah that that pretty much sums up my uh, my family <laughs> well Araceli thank you so much for sharing with that uh sharing with the audience uh and being vulnerable because I know that it can be difficult to share right when uh family yeah. members pass away uh someone you really care about um losing a battle to an addiction and we appreciate you being so open um but um with that I know that came with a lot of challenges your mom did phenomenal it sounds like right yes. uh, single parents often feel like they're not doing enough but it's it sounds like at least through your eyes she did so much more oh yeah I um I always tell her like I'm very grateful to be in the situation that I'm at right now um because college is very expensive but um oh yeah, yeah. I I'm very lucky to um to um for my mom really pushed me like I said I was very school orientated and my mom really pushed me throughout my middle school high school and elementary school years and I was you know very proud of myself to receive a scholarship from UNM That's amazing. and I really think I really thank my mom for that because I don't think if I had that push on me I wouldn't be here today um and I and I I'm always so grateful for her. Um, but yeah, <laughs> that is amazing. That's like a, a wonderful story of how you really, ser- really seriously, will you beat the odds? That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, like I said, I didn't grow up in the best neighborhood and I, um, my dream was to always just get out of this, um, this little town and just make myself better and make my mom proud. And I'm so excited to graduate and like, tell her be like hey this is my degree but this is also your degree as well um because you're the one who's pushed me to you know become this far um and the fact that like the semester's halfway done and I'm about to be a junior it's insane like how time really flies (laughs) time flies by super quick I can tell you just like working at at a university or even being a parent how quickly time flies you see your person grow up and they're doing great things so uh thank you for sharing that you alluded to uh middle school earlier I wanted to touch on that a little bit and 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 ask about uh sharing your experience with middle school and what did you learn about yourself during that time yeah so um middle school was a little little rough for me um I was bullied throughout middle school um not like too harsh just like people would call me like nicknames because I have like really big teeth (laughs) um Uh but that's just jeans that's just jeans I have tons of like aunts and uh my mom has like 
fairly size, big size teeth. Um, and so I would always get made fun of in uh, middle school, but um, like I, like you've said, like I, I beat those odds and I, um, uh, middle school, I, it was really hard to tell like what I learned about myself in middle school. Um, Cause I was solely based on like my grades and like schoolwork. Um, right. But in middle school, I did learn that I had a, um, I have a learning disability. Um, oh. And um, it kind of just like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's hard for me to um, process things. Like it takes me a little longer to process um, the work, yeah. workload and stuff. Um, but I think um, I've overcame that uh, um, disability. Um, but yeah. Right on. Uh, and again, thank you for sharing that because I know, uh, and we've had uh, right uh, guests in the past share the challenges that they face and the things that they get that they go through to obtain their degree or even to graduate from high school. That there's a lot of a lot of barriers in place. Yeah. <laughs> so, going from middle school and now going to high school, the transition in high school is typically nerve wracking for a lot of students. At this point, how did you fare in your transition to high school? it was uh, fairly easy for me because um, in uh, high school uh, middle school middle school I wasn't um, like a social butterfly too much um, and jumping into high school it was a little scary because I knew I'd be dealing with um, upperclassmen a little older people um, and I didn't know anybody um, that was going to the school um, because the middle school that I attended it was kind of like a magnet school and so a lot of my like really close friends ended up going into like um, music school and like um, very top-notch high schools and so um, I got rejected from a school that I really wanted to go to my high school Um, it's called Skyline High School Mm -hmm. my mom graduated from and um, right now it's a uh, magnet school so it comes with like different um, um, schools that you can get into and you have to be you have to apply and you have to get accepted into and so I really wanted to get into like the film and arts, digital arts um, school, but I ended up getting rejected from that school um, due to some test scores that I did not achieve in middle school, um, oh. which really bummed me out because mm. um, I really wanted to attend that um, that high school and really, um, sorry about that. <laughs> no, um, no, no, And really just, um, just follow my mom's footsteps in a way. Um, and so, um, so I didn't get accepted to this high school and I ended up going to Sunset High School, uh, which is a very um, Hispanic uh, community high school. Um, not the best <laughs> school mm. in the in the um, county that I lived in and stuff. And so I was devastated, obviously, and I did not want to go to the school. I was just like, nope. I, mm, mm. I mm-hmm. was forced to basically go. And I ended up loving it. And I made so many friends from that school and I made an impact at Sunset um, because I was involved in so many things, um, but yeah. So interest, that's a great way to segue into this next question is what were you involved in in high school? Oh, on the top of my head. Um, so I was involved in theater for four years. I was a national thespian in a society I believe Um, and then I was in film I was in green club which is a green recycling club which I would go to um, after school and I would basically go to teachers and ask for the recycling and then go dump it out it was in a green club and then I was in a b3 program Um, so basically it was a mentoring program for incoming freshmen which is very crazy because I'm in a mentoring program now in college that's amazing yeah Um, yeah so in high school I was in this (laughs) mentoring program and I got to mentor freshmen which was an amazing opportunity um but yeah, those are like the the top things that I can think of on top of my head that I was involved in. Uh, but all you'll remember is like my neck was drooping on graduation because I had so many cords. <laughs> I just, those are just the top of my top of my head organizations that I was in. <laughs> That's amazing. That's awesome. Um, and being that involved in high school, right? It it helps you. Um, and we'll probably get to this question a little bit later, but it really uh, helps with the, uh, the networking as well. Did you have any mentors uh, guiding you through high school? Oh, yes. So many mentors. 
Um, so I can name a few teachers. Um, I probably, hopefully they listen to this. Yeah, um, shout them, shout them out. The and link. you need to share, yeah. share, so, share the podcast um, The high school I went to, Santa High School, um, I want to shout out Miss Tucker, Miss Marietti, Mr. Molina, and Miss Tran. So Miss Marietti was like my business um, kind of teacher because I was in a NAF Academy. So it was like, a, it's called NAF, uh, National Academy of Finance. So I basically took like a lot of business courses in high school. And so she was a teacher that really guided me. Um, I hopefully she's not mad because I'm not in business anymore. But she really, uh, she didn't just guide me to like business, but uh, she really helped me um, grow in high school because she was my teacher all four years and she was just amazing um, she always helped me with tons of like stuff that I needed help with advice um, and even outside of school so I thought that was amazing of her Miss um, Tucker she was kind of like a college advisor at our um, high school and she kind of just helped students like pull out scholarships pull out college application pull out FAFSA so she really helped uh, a lot of students not just me um, but she made an impact on me because um, she was one of the teachers that really believed that I can um, achieve going out of state and uh, getting into a really good school and getting a really good um, scholarship out of state. And she uh, she pushed and pushed and pushed me um, to get into UNM and stuff. And so she was she was an amazing teacher. Uh, Miss Tran, she was my film teacher back in high school. Um, she was an amazing teacher. She graduated from a film. Um, school and so she's taught me a lot about film um, so I'm very grateful for her. Um, Mr. Molina um, he was in the B3 program he was kind of like our advisor for the program. Um, he was also very um, very amazing mentor for me. He was also the one pushing me to go out of state you know achieve my dreams um, but those are the those are pretty much the teachers that I can really say that like mentor me and push me to like where I'm at today. <laughs> That is amazing. And it's so great yeah. to have mentors like that, right? That are able to push oh, you along. Yes. yes, I am forever grateful. And I still keep in contact with all of them. I check in regularly and stuff. So um, I think, like you said, networking is also really amazing. Um, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah. So at this point, what thoughts did you have about college? Was it something that you were considering? Oh, yes. Um, growing up, I always told my mom that I wanted to go to college. I, mm. She always was like, yeah, go for it. Um, she was like, you have to, you know, maintain stuff and get scholarships. And so uh, funny story. She thought I was going to be in state. <laughs> she <laughs> thought I was going to go to the Texas school. Okay. She thought I was going to, you know, she thought I was going to be in state. Let me guess, um, the, university, the University of Texas? Um, so, no, which no, one? No, it was um, it was either SFA, which is Stephen F. Austin University, oh. which is about down south of uh, uh-huh. Texas, and then there was Midwestern State University, um, mm-hmm, and I think mm-hmm. Texas Tech. If those sound oh. familiar, <laughs> so <laughs> Raiders, she really yeah. thought, yeah, she really thought I was um, going to go and stay, but uh, that did not happen. <laughs> <laughs> I my senior year, I. Um, I fell in love with UNM, researching it, the programs they had. Uh-huh. Um, I just, I loved it. And I knew my mission was to get into UNM um, and I did it. Um, but yeah, those are, those are, I mean, yeah, I've always thought that I wanted to go to college and, um, but yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So UNM definitely was your number one pick. Were there other yeah. schools that were also in consideration? Yeah. So the ones that I mentioned, Texas Tech, Midwestern and um, SFA, um, so I ended up not getting into SFA um, due to, um, I believe, SAT scores. Um, yeah. But uh, Midwestern I got into, um, and then Texas Tech I believe I got into as well. Um, but I, I chose UNM. <laughs> That's amazing. So we're going to actually get to that part of the story. Uh, Araceli, we're going to take a quick pod- podcast break, and we'll be back with more with Araceli from the University of New Mexico. This segment of the podcast is brought to you by Gerber Tours, the student travel experts. Gerber Tours' mission is to forever change how students see the world around them. They are the student travel experts with over 50 years of experience in providing complete custom-tailored itineraries and flexible planning to enhance and support your program's goals. 
Gerber Tours believes that travel profoundly affects a student's experience and should be accessible to all and always be safe and well-planned. Gerber Tours offers trio educational tours that allow students to explore education beyond the classroom. Their team of experts develops programs filled with historical attractions, cultural experiences, and college and university visits to fit your budget without sacrificing quality. They are committed to providing your students with an exciting, educational, and fun-filled journey that will inspire them to follow their dreams. Hi everyone, Juan Rivas here, host of the Let's Talk Trio podcast and former Upward Bound director. I know firsthand how challenging it can be to plan for educational trips for students. Thankfully, the staff at Gerber Tours are experts in crafting one-of-a-kind experiences for TRIO programs. Whether you're traveling to Los Angeles or Washington, D.C., you can rely on Gerber Tours to bring you the sights and sounds of the nation to your students. Call them at 1-800-645-9145. Again, that number is 1-800-645-9145. Or visit their website at www.gerbertours.com. That website again is www.gerbertours.com to request a free quote. Three, two, one. Welcome back, listeners. We are here with Araceli from the University of New Mexico and a TRIO Student Support Services participant. Araceli, you were talking to us about uh, your, we were reflecting about your journey uh, growing up, uh, middle school, high school, and now here you are, you're making a decision to attend college. You ultimately chose the University of New Mexico in Albuquerque. Uh, what about the campus drew you here? What is it about UNM that you <laughs> love so much? Yeah, so um, here's another funny story for you guys. So um, researching UNM, I uh, never been to campus, never been to New Mexico ever in my life. And I was like, I want to go to the school. <laughs> but solely because of the programs and everything. Um, just re- I did a lot of research on uh, New Mexico. And I also did a lot of research at, at, um, at the University of New Mexico. Um, and at the time, Anderson and um, the film department really drew me to the school. Um, but yeah, so my freshman orientation back in summer 2019, pre-COVID, um, I got to set foot on campus um, and I absolutely knew that this, I wanted this to be my home. I was like, I love it. The people here are so nice, so amazing. Um, the orientation leaders that, um, that were, they were just so amazing. Everything about their PowerPoints that I was given to and shown to just drew me so much more. Um, but um, I just, I knew that this is, this is the campus that I wanted to attend. And uh, I remember my mom, uh, when we got back home to Texas that uh, that same month, she was like, are you sure? Like, are you positive you want to go to this school? Yeah. Uh, she, we really sat down and we had a conversation. I was like, I want to do this. I, I want to live in another state away from family, away from friends. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I chose UNM because I really liked it. I liked the people. Um, yeah, and here I am. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and and kudos to you. You did it. Um, be, and that must have been really intimidating because a lot of people, uh, at least generally, what I think is they try to stay close to home. They go to an in-state college or they go to a community college just so they can get the feel. But they have the family support. But you were a trailblazer. You you went out to New Mexico, far away from home, uh, to get your education. Yeah, um, I still look back on it today, and I'm just like. Dang, I really did that, huh? You did. <laughs> um, but it's it's been an amazing time. I've made so many friends. I've met so many new people um, that I've met at work and outside of work. Um, but yeah, I don't regret choosing New Mexico as my like second home. Um, but I, I really like it. I enjoy it and I'm excited to, to graduate in two years. <laughs> That's awesome. So speaking of networking and speaking of the people that you've met, how did you discover the TRIO Student Support Services program at UNM? Yeah, so um, my mom, so she signed up for the um, parent association here at UNM. Oh. And so I remember sitting down one day and uh, she, uh, she calls me over and she's like, hey, did you get this email? And I was like, yeah, what, I mean, what's it about? And so she shows me the trio email and I'm like, oh yeah, let me look into it. And so I, uh, you know, do a little bit of research and uh, look up SS trio here at UNM. 
Um, and I saw what it was about and I thought it was a perfect opportunity for me to apply to it because um, like we like I just talked about I was moving to a new state didn't know anybody from New Mexico and mm-hmm. so I figured SS Trio would be an amazing opportunity to apply for um, and I ended up getting accepted to SS Trio um, my application got approved um, and I was at their orientation back in August 2019 yeah <laughs> pre-COVID pre-COVID so that must have been a great experience to know that you had a system of support yes oh my gosh so um obviously i i i did my research on this program but i uh, didn't know exactly like how it worked or like how how you know how i would get a mentor and stuff like that um but yeah i i love it to this day i'm still part of it um and they're an amazing program i love it so much (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. So you are in your second year at UNM. Tell us about the uh, about any educational growth you've experienced. Um, yes. So I like I said, I have failed the class uh, my freshman year and last uh, last semester. Um, and I just I, I don't know what to say. Like, it's weird to say that like this semester is so different from like the past semesters because my first semester it was obviously in person everything was normal um but yeah I I like I I think I'm going to continue to say this is that I've become so much more confident in my schoolwork um and in high school and like my freshman year I would always like second doubt my work I would always be Mm -hmm. like this is not right Mm, Mm -hmm. I don't know Mm, I just wasn't confident in like doing the things that I did and so uh, I think that was like one of the things that like my education has grown so much is that I've became so much confident in my schoolwork and asking for help um, and using my resource basically Um, but yeah. (laughs) That's amazing so you've you've witnessed yourself becoming more confident with each year's. That's awesome. Um, (laughs) What about this field so initially you said uh, you wanted to go into business, uh, into the Anderson School at UNM, um, but you switched majors. You went over to film and digital arts. Uh, what is fascinating about the field and, and why did you so- decide to make the switch? Yeah, so uh, last semester I took a couple of Anderson um, classes, which is a school. It's called Anderson Management um, here at UNM. And I took a couple of 300 level classes and I really thought I was gonna enjoy these classes. And it's not like, it wasn't the professor's like fault. It wasn't like the professor's teaching. It was just, I was just not fully focused on business. I was just like, I don't like this. I absolutely do not enjoy business. I really thought I did, but I, I just didn't. And so last semester I talked to my advisor and I talked to my mom and I was like, hey, I think I might be changing my major. How would you like mm-hmm. about this? And like, I've always been into the to the arts. Like I said, in high school, I was in theater and film. Um, and like growing up, I've always liked drawing, uh, painting, just being very creative. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that's why um, I'm so fascinated in film is because I get to create. And that's just what I like to do. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much why I'm studying film and digital arts. And I recently just started the courses here at UNM and I love the, I love all of them. I love my professors. I love the teaching style. I just, I love them. (laughs) (laughs) So now that you've experienced these classes and you're uh, going through the, uh, the digital and the film, uh, program, uh, are you seeing what type of career options are, are being laid out in front of you and what do you see doing with this degree? Um, yeah, so um, I really hope to become um, a really good like producer, director, um, and I hope to get into just any type of film because I like doing anything. So like the filmmaking, um, the, uh, writing the scripts, the acting, lighting, sound, any of that. Um, so, um, but yeah, um, so I'm thinking about becoming maybe a director. I'm not sure if I can, I don't know if I'll become a, not a big a big director, but I'm hoping. Uh, but I'm also hoping to maybe get an internship this year or next year into a, um, um, a movie company or just something along the lines with film. I believe Netflix is building their studios over here. Um, yeah, that's right, to, yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping by the time I'm, halfway into my junior year they're kind of done maybe I can apply there I think that'd be pretty fun 
Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm really excited and I'm hoping to work in a really good movie company like Sony, Marvel, Disney, um, any of those like productions. I'm really hoping to like get into like that. Well, I know Disney and Warner Brothers would be very fortunate to have a visually <laughs> and awesome creative person uh, on their on their team, especially uh, if they're thinking of rebooting uh, the DC universe, which be which would be great um, oh for the comic gosh, book fans. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, talk to us about uh, any current mentors you have at UNM. Uh, who who are they, and what have they done for you? Yeah, so um, I want to shout out Tamara. Um, she's off, she's an advisor here at um, SS Trio UNM. She was my advisor from my freshman year all the way till now. I had to change my advisor because we got an, uh, we got a new coworker, and so um, they separated us by like alphabetic order. And so Tamara's been mine since freshman year all the way till this semester. And so um, she has been an amazing person slash resource. Um, when I was struggling my freshman year and last semester, she was there to help me through it. Um, but yeah, she's probably one of the like biggest mentors that I keep here at UNM. Um, another one that I would have to say is my boss at work. His name is Dennis. He is a, um, he is a worker at the sub, the student union building. Um, and he is an amazing mentor. He has seen me grown my freshman year all the way till now. I've became a lot more confident at work as well. I, when I started, I, I was just awful. <laughs> I was not confident, <laughs> did not believe in myself. Um, but he's also has, um, has helped me um, grow and my work field. And Tamara uh, uh, has helped me uh, with my academics um, and also becoming more confident as well and powerful. <laughs> Absolutely. So how has TRIO supported you during your time at UNM? Um, yeah, so TRIO has um, helped me like become more of a social butterfly. Uh, my freshman year, I was really shy and I didn't quite have a lot of friends. My only friend was probably like my roommate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so using SS Trio and doing all of their um, workshops and attending, um, obviously before COVID, um, attending their like little parties for like Christmas, Thanksgiving. Um, I think that has been amazing uh, because it, like I said, it's helped me become a social butterfly, talking to people. I like talking to people now. I can talk for hours. So that's why this podcast is amazing for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> but yeah so um but yeah I think trio has like it really has like been the backbone um of my journey into college and I was I am so excited that I joined it my freshman year and I haven't left since then so <laughs> well I know that uh trio is super fortunate to have you and that they're very happy to serve a student that is so motivated and so creative and so passionate about what they're doing. Um, what would you say to someone who is thinking about going to college? Do it. <laughs> Just do it. Run with it. I mean, as long as you know that you have the financial stability to do it. Um, and if you are scared about either going out of state, staying in state, um, just do it. I, I don't regret going to college um, for the life of me. I enjoy it so much. I've met amazing people. I've joined amazing organizations um, like Trio. Um, but yeah, I, I like it. I, I just, I really think that anybody that's considering going to college, please go. It's an amazing opportunity. It may cost a lot of money, but do scholarships, like do your fast well on time. And I think it's possible for anybody to go to college. That's awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you're two years away from graduation. Uh, what keeps you motivated? What's the thing that keeps you pushing forward? My mom. <laughs> she mom. is like, yes, my mom. She is, um, even though she's not like too much on my back, like in high school, like you need to keep your grades. You need to do this. You need to do that. Um, I remember my uh, freshman year, um, about November, November and December, I, um, I actually wanted to quit college. I oh, really? was, yeah. So yeah. I dealt a lot with my freshman year. I don't know if I talked about this yet, but, um, my freshman year, no. um, like I said, I moved into a new state. I didn't know anybody, didn't really have, um, somebody to just talk through things. Um, 
And so I um, suffered a lot from like panic attacks because I was missing home, missing family, missing friends. Um, and so about November, December, I told my mom, like, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. I, I want to quit. Like, I just, I don't like it. I'm not making any friends. I'm not enjoying it. Um, and um, she told me that I'm not going to quit and I'm going to keep going and that I'm going to push forward and I'm going to get through this. And uh, eventually I did. My sophomore year came, or not my sophomore, my second semester, freshman year, um, it came around and um, I did a lot of reflecting and I was like, I can't quit. I have too many people behind me that like believe in me and that believe that I can do this. And obviously college is going to be lots of like bumps um little mm-hmm. bumps and so you just gotta like push through them and that's what I did um but yeah I would have to say my mom is my motivator because like if without her like I said I probably wouldn't be here to this day and I wouldn't be doing this podcast um and I'm so thankful for that <laughs> yeah we appreciate you mom <laughs> so Araceli what do you do outside of academics to recharge or practice self-care Ooh, um, so I like running. Running is like my stress relief. I go out on Johnson Field and I will run. <laughs> I don't know how long I would run. I would just just go with it and just 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 run and just play some music and um, kind of just distress myself. Um, running, um, probably reading is a lot. I I like reading books. They're pretty nice to just kind of rewind, turn off the TV, turn off the cell phone. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And just read a good book. Um, I like hanging out with friends as well. It's always a good time to just kind of relieve stress as well. Um, but those are pretty much the things that I like to do to, um, to clear my mind, to get away from like the computer, um, the screen. Um, but yeah, and I like cooking as well. Cooking okay. Well. So, <laughs> so two follow-up questions on that. First, your favorite dish to cook and two, your favorite book you've read so far. Yeah, so my favorite dish is Alfredo pasta ah mm, love it with some chicken alfredo sauce some noodles I, nice. I love pasta i can eat pasta every single day if i could <laughs> i love olive garden as well olive garden is the spot i love it so much even though a lot of people hate on olive garden i love it <laughs> <laughs> um so second question which was ironically uh olive garden is uh, our sponsor just kidding totally kidding <laughs> I was like, really? Can I get some breadsticks or what? <laughs> we'll do shout out to Olive Garden, see if maybe we can get out of some, uh, some breadsticks, Bread pasta. <laughs> um, yeah, so you said my favorite book? Favorite yeah, your favorite book? book, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, so I read these books in middle school, but they're called the Divergent Series. Oh, yeah. I've the- of them. They've also made movies as well with uh, Shirley mm-hmm. Woodley and... Um, I forgot the other actor's name, but she's like the main actor in the book and, and in the movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I love those books so much. I can watch the movies all the time. Um, but yeah, those are probably the best, like the best book series I've ever read. Right on. Awesome. What are some achievements or successes during your time at UNM? Um, that's hard to say because I haven't really made too many achievements. Um, <laughs> yeah so let, let's morph the question uh what would you like to achieve while your time at UNM what, what's aside oh, from your degree right yeah what, what are some things that you're hoping to accomplish or uh, leave your mark before you leave yeah that's a that's a better question sorry yeah. no no I, I'm glad that you <laughs> um, pointed that out yeah um so I think the biggest um achievement that I would like to do is uh, make the dean's list I have quite I have not quite made that goal yet that's been my goal since my freshman year and I have not quite made that that yet um I think that's like the biggest one um but just also just networking um with a lot of professors and um getting um getting I don't know like how to say it but um but yeah it's just networking and um making the dean's list is probably like one of my biggest goals at UNM that's awesome. That's, that's some great goals that you have right there. Um, so a lot of the things that you've been doing so far uh, at UNM uh, and you, that the getting into the Dean's List, um, I know that that also has, right, the encouragement and support of the people around you. Uh, talking about TRIO Student Support Services a little bit more is, is there anybody there that you would like to acknowledge or uh, like to recognize uh, on the podcast? 
Yeah, so I actually have two people. Um, so first is Tamara Martinez. Um, she's been an amazing um, advisor and I'm so glad I've met her. And I know that she's one of the people that I can go to and talk to about things, whether it's um, about school or outside of school. Um, she's just been amazing to me. Um, she's super sweet. She always makes time for me. Um, but yeah, I'd have to acknowledge her. Um, and then Dawn Blue Sky. Dawn, yeah, we had her on the podcast yeah. last year. Yeah, so I saw the podcast. Um, I read, I mean, not read, I listened to the podcast of you and her. Um, she's an amazing um, person as well. Um, I haven't had like too much um, to talk with her, but um, I believe I talked to a lot my freshman year. Um, and she is just the most amazing person in the world. Um, she runs an amazing uh, program. Um, and I love her so much. She's great. <laughs> amazing. Amazing. Uh, how important is networking during college? Now that you have the students amazing. ears, you have students ears <laughs> listening to you. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's honestly the number one thing that I can say that like I will take out of college once I leave is networking. Um, like I said in the previous um, questions, I still network with a lot of teachers in high school. Um, which I think is amazing. Um, but college, I feel like, is a lot more important uh, because this is where you meet um, your professors, you meet longtime friends, you meet um, advisors like Tamara and Don. Um, but yeah, I, I think that networking is great in college, and I think any, everybody should do it. <laughs> so speaking of friends that you said, so uh, there's a, this conversation around uh, college that says, uh, people, uh, people mostly say that you meet your best friends while in college. I uh, want to ask that question to you and say, is this true? Is, is this what we find in college? Yes, it is definitely true. Um, going back, I said my freshman year, I didn't have a lot of friends. <laughs> um, but um, at work is where I kind of met majority of my friends um, to this day. Um, I want to give them a shout out. I have my friend Chantel. She works with me as an audio and visual tech. Um, and then my friends Kaylee, Sophia, Alex, um, and my boyfriend Joaquin. Um, I think I, I really think that you meet your friends, your best friends in college. They are amazing. They're always uplifting, always very motivated. Um, they're just amazing. And I love them so much. And I'm so glad that I have like this little group that I can depend on, even though they're all juniors, they leave next year, which is kind of oh, sad. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I really think they're amazing. Um, I wish them the best once they graduate. Um, but yes, I do agree that you meet your best friends in college. I didn't think it was true. But it is true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. So reflecting on your journey, what are some uh, things that you are most grateful for? I am so grateful for many things. I'm grateful to be here at this college. Um, it's a privilege to be here. Like I said, college is very expensive. Um, it, yeah. I think, yeah, <laughs> it's really expensive. Um, but I'm really, I'm really grateful to be here. Um, I'm really grateful to have the people behind me to support me um to be there when I when I need it um I'm also just very grateful for um for making my mom proud <laughs> and just being here absolutely. um yeah. absolutely uh if you could redo any part of your life what would you redo well yeah hopefully this doesn't get too sad but um I um if I were to redo a part of my life is um to go back and to talk to my dad um and tell him that um I'm going to achieve big things and then I'm going to, I'm going to make it. It's going to be okay. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Um, what about some words of encouragement that you want to share with trio participants listening to the podcast? Yeah. So um, uh, hopefully you guys are listening. Um, but I, uh, I just want to say that like, you can do it. Anything um, is possible. Um, just believe in yourself. Um, be confident in the things that you want to do. Make sure you're majoring in the right field. Right. <laughs> don't, don't switch your majors like five times. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, when you're looking, when you're looking back at um, your, you know, past memories, I think it's really good to reflect on those because you can gain a lot from that. Um, like I said, in high school, middle school, wasn't the confident, most confident person. Um, but now here I am. I am you know, going into almost my junior year, um, hopefully going to be graduating. I'm so excited. Um, 
but yeah i i just think that anything that you want to do is like achievable and you should do it absolutely uh, thank you for that i think uh, words of encouragement are always needed especially with uh, trio students and what about oh, yeah, uh, trio professional time like this yeah absolutely Sorry. no 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 I, i'm glad that you said that because especially during a pandemic where you feel defeated yeah. or deflated some students may feel like what's the point in all of this and it's just a friendly reminder right like you've got this you can do it yeah yeah because i uh, i've actually known a few students that went to UNM and they recently dropped out because how hard it's been for them and obviously I don't know their whole you know life story but they just you know they were I was just told that they dropped out and um, it's really sad to see um, some friends do that because um, they didn't have like that strength or maybe they didn't have that that person to um, to help them through a hard time uh, whatever they're going through but um, yeah I just keep it running and keep going and don't give up absolutely so you know don you know tamara and you probably know there's uh thousands of trio professionals all across yeah. the nation if they were to pause right now and just listen to you what would you say to them what what are some things that you would like to share with trio staff trio staff members all over the nation yeah yeah so i uh I, before i get into the question i just want to say i was at trio day today which was, oh yeah uh, yeah, I was at Trio Day today, and I didn't realize how many um, SSS there was around, like, the U.S. I was amazed by it. I was like, wow. And I was like, all of these people were just really amazing. And anybody that's listening that works at SS Trio, I just want to say thank you um, for everything that you do. Even though I don't know you or if I haven't met you, um, I think you're, you guys are all doing an amazing job um, keeping this program up and running. Um, I think it's an amazing program for students and I hope more students learn more about it because it's an amazing program. I like it. Um, everybody um, going from the admin to all the way to my mentors, they're all really sweet, super nice. Um, and I think it's amazing that these people take time out of the day to, um, to really help students that are really struggling through times um, through the pandemic and outside of the pandemic. Um, but yeah, I just want to say thank you and you're running an amazing uh, organization. Awesome. And I know that the TRIO staff members are going to be so appreciative hearing that. Uh, <laughs> Araceli, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we are about ready to wrap up this podcast. Araceli, I want to say thank you again for being a guest and for sharing your story. Uh, you are a great example of TRIO. And again, just thank you so much for being on the podcast. When you hit it big as a director, please don't forget about us. Oh, no, I won't. I won't ever. I always <laughs> got to go back. I always got to go back to Texas and um, got to just show who I am. Absolutely. Can you do us the honor in signing off? Yes. Hi, my name is Alicelli Ramirez, and I'm a second year at the University of New Mexico. I'm a current participant of the SS TRIO Student Support Service Program at UNM, and I study film and digital arts. TRIO works. <laughs> Alicelli, amazing sign off. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an amazing time. Hopefully I didn't mess up too much. <laughs> you didn't. You did great. Thank you. <laughs> Are you a participant, alum, or staff of a TRIO program? Do you want your program highlighted? You or your program could be featured in an upcoming episode of Let's Talk TRIO. Get a hold of us by going to our Facebook page or Instagram and send us a direct message. Search for Let's Talk TRIO. We want to get your story to the public. What a great episode with Araceli Ramirez from the University of New Mexico TRIO Student Support Services Program. Araceli, thank you so much for sharing your journey and your story on the podcast. Remember, you too can be on the podcast. Send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter. You could also email us at Let's Talk TRIO, all one word, Let's Talk TRIO at gmail.com, spelled L-E-T-S-T-A-L-K-T-R-I-O at gmail.com. Again, a special thanks to our sponsors, Angelica Vialpando, Rosario Riley, and Student Access. Special shout out to Gerber Tours for underwriting today's episode. You too can be a sponsor of the Let's Talk Trio podcast. Head on over to Patreon. Sponsor us for as little as a dollar a month. A dollar a month goes a long way in supporting this podcast. If you are a corporate entity or own a business and would like to advertise on the Let's Talk Trio podcast, send us a message for details. I want to take a second to thank the podcast team. 
John Russell, audio engineer, music producer, and editor. Amelia Castañeda, marketing manager, social media manager, and producer. Juan Rivas, executive producer and host. Honorary members of Let's Talk Trio include Tony Ho, Scott Kendall, and Roderick Chambers. We thank you all so much for listening, and thank you so much for the overwhelming amount of support. Please continue sharing. Please continue spreading the word about the Let's Talk Trio podcast, and we will catch you on the next episode. <laughs>